The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. This is Steve Heisler, and we are talking to Dr. Sam Sugar about how to prevent guardianships, and you are listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. You write in your book, Dr. Sugar, never ask a lawyer to solve family disputes. Why is that? Recognizing that I'm talking to a lawyer and recognizing (laughs) that I have a son and a brother who are prominent attorneys, my answer will be completely honest. Um, Lawyers, as good as many lawyers are, the lawyers that work in litigation in probate court are motivated by their own pecuniary interests far more than their interests in the welfare of an individual whom they don't even know. And that's a sad commentary, but it seems to be borne out over time. If you ask a lawyer to work for you, in addition to paying an hourly rate, you have to understand that what lawyers do is litigate. They go to court and they start fights with the lawyers on the other side. That's called litigation. That litigation is very expensive. And from our perspective, after seeing thousands of cases of guardianship that wind up in these protracted litigations that cost enormous amounts of money, if one were to take the step I mentioned earlier of fixing their family dysfunction, all of that might be avoidable, perhaps, but it's certainly a lot cheaper, a lot more satisfying, and a lot more conciliatory to the family, which is typically destroyed during this litigation than the alternative. So if your interest is to maintain your family as a cohesive unit, to not have them at each other's throat over your money, and to be content with the fact that your own family isn't going to go after you when you're vulnerable, getting your things in order with your family is far more beneficial and far more effective than any consultation with any professional attorney, especially probate litigators. Right. Well, I'm not a probate litigator, but I am a litigator. But no offense uh, taken, Dr. Sugar, because uh, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, I definitely would agree with you. Uh, you, you I, don't on the wanna... other hand, and, and I, to be fair, lawyers do have an important role to play in preventing guardianships. But that role is not litigation. That role is estate planning. And I'm quite sure that the vast majority of your listening audience has spent significant money to create an estate plan, which includes what we refer to as advanced directives. Advanced directives typically include a durable power of attorney, 
which allows you to state in writing whom you want to handle your money affairs when you can't, and a health care power of attorney indicating whom you would like to make medical decisions for you when you can no longer make your own. Those documents, usually including a will, are critically important when trying to figure out what life is going to be like when you can't take care of yourself. They are the best way to at least indicate your wishes. Having said that though, those advanced directives are worthwhile, maybe not worth the incredible amount of money being charged to create them, but they're a good measure unless they are challenged in probate court because the tendencies we have seen with judges in probate especially in hotspot areas like Michigan, Florida, New York, California, New Mexico, Texas and the like is that especially if the advanced directives aren't up to date and especially if they aren't what we refer to as bulletproof and we'll get to that in a minute Judges have a tendency to want to create guardianships by saying, for one reason or another, that these advanced directives aren't valid anymore, they're too old, or that maybe they were written when the person already was demented, so they aren't valid. That is a huge, huge problem, and it opens the door to massive abuse in abusive guardianships. So making your advanced directives bulletproof um, includes the idea of stating with great clarity that you forbid and I'm going to use the word forbid the appointment of a professional guardian over you or your estate for any reason whatsoever that is not typically included in advanced directives but it's my recommendation to include it in every advanced directive because the threat of a guardianship from a family member, remember we discussed last time there are different types of guardianship, right. the two biggest ones being a um, family a member being your guardian, second one being in a public guardianship if you really are very destitute, or the third and the most dangerous is the professional guardianship, um, which uh, we find to be extremely problematic. So preventing the appointment of a professional guardian over your estate or yourself is a very important move in your advanced directives. Okay. And if our listeners go to an estate attorney and they mention that they want something in the directive that says that under no situation does that person want to be placed under a professional guardianship, uh, are the estate attorneys most likely going to know that and be able to you know, include that in the, in the directive? Well, whether they do or not, it isn't that complicated. It's just a short paragraph. And uh, basically, it says precisely what I said before. I specifically prohibit, under any and all circumstances, the appointment of a professional guardian over my person or estate. That's the whole sentence. Great. 
Great. Thank you for that, Dr. Sugar. I think that's well worth listening to the episode just by itself. Now, if somebody wants to maybe converse with you privately, could they send you an email if they have a potential uh, guardianship situation that they're they're not sure about how to go about uh, uh, fighting it? So the good news is, uh, the answer is yes. What we've done at AAAPG is to create a national network of advocates. As I mentioned earlier, all of these issues are state-based. And so while I am intimately familiar with the Florida statutes, because that's where I live, I don't know much about the Oklahoma statutes or the Nebraska statutes. So what we've tried to do is to create a national network of advocates who are familiar with the issue in their own states. And when people do contact me, I will likely take their basic information and the issues about which they're contacting me and pass them on to a local advocate or expert in the area in question who can then respond based on the information that they've learned over the years from me and other advocates um, and try to respond in an intelligent way as long as everyone understands we're not lawyers and we cannot give legal advice and we will not recommend attorneys. It's a very slippery slope to do any of those things But we will be available to listen, which is probably the most important part, and to let people know that they're not alone, and to give advice based on the experience that each of our advocates has had. That's great news. Yeah, that's that's really important. And uh, yeah, and again, you're not going to recommend an attorney, but you can, I guess, or you just can give them the names of a couple different attorneys that might have uh, experience in this. Again, it all depends. In states like uh, Florida and California and Michigan, where there's just such an enormous number of cases, and there are a few lawyers that have proven to be trustworthy and reliable, of course. But in states like Utah, for example, um, because there's so very, very few abusive guardianships, not none, mind you, not none, we have a couple, but um, we, we might not have the names or be familiar with any of those. The point is, what we're looking to do is give people the assistance that we can to navigate a very opaque system that is different in every, not only every state, but it's different in every judicial circuit in every state as well. Here in Florida, there are 67 counties with 19 circuits, and each one of them has its own peculiarities and characteristics, and it takes a real intimacy from from that area and within that area to be able to give reasonable advice. So that's the reason we set up the network and uh, be happy to try to help anybody who really needs it. That, yeah, that, that, that's coming full circle. That's even more of a reason not to get, you know, to do everything in your power to prevent a guardianship and not be in a situation where you have been uh, placed under the guardianship and then you really are gonna, you're gonna face some trouble. 
All right, Dr. Sugar. Well, it's, it's, uh, as I said, it's great to have you. We will be talking to you soon, and uh, you have yourself a great day. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure indeed. Injured Senior and Aging Population Community, thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to thank again Dr. Sam Sugar for appearing on the show today with his great uh, encyclopedia of information. Uh, If you love the Injured Senior Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to share your story about any type of guardianship or any other type of medical negligence, uh, that you'd like to uh, talk about your experience, feel free to email me at steve at injuredseniorhotline.com or go to our website, uh, www.injuredseniorpodcast.com, and you can leave a message uh, by going to the website. It's been a great episode. It's great to have you here today. Until next time, I am so looking forward to next week's show. Stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, visit InjuredSeniorPodcast.com or call 855-622-6530. That's 855-622-6530.